the living geek. Hello and welcome to Vampow TV, your one-stop recap for all of the fist jokes. We are here to talk about Iron Fist episodes 7 through 9. I'm your host, Kenneth, and around the table tonight, we have Beatrice. Yes. And Monica. I'm sick and my face bones are full of gross things. Yes, not. Yes, not. So let's jump right into it then. Uh, the There was one part in this three-episode arc in which I was filled with joy, and it was when Ward stabbed his dad my to God, death. Dude. I was like... <laughs> I, well, that was so great. He's like holding that knife and I was like, oh, is Ward going to die? I'm going to be so bummed out. And then he just punches him like normal and Ward sees that knife and I went, yes. So like he stabs his dad to death and then he's standing over him. And I look at Monica and I say, are we supposed to be upset about this? Because and like there's like, like sad no. music playing in the background. Yeah, Like, am I supposed to be like on the dad's side here? Because I fucking or wasn't. am I supposed so- to be feeling that? Ward should not have stooped to murder because that makes him just like his dad. I don't feel that yeah. because no, um, I guess he's an abused yeah. child freeing himself from his abuser. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, so the only reason I didn't like it was because his dad was such a fucking nutball that I enjoyed watching him. Yeah. But man, no, it it was very satisfying. But then yeah. guess what? He's he back. Not dead. <laughs> Yeah, which makes me really happy because I I was worried Netflix was going to start falling into a habit of building up really weird bad guys that I enjoy watching and then then killing them in episode seven. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, But I remember thinking just fleetingly as Ward is dumping his dad in his uh, (laughs) body dumping ground. His new like dumping ground. Everyone's got their place. Um, I remember thinking his dad did die once. Are we are we sure he's dead? And then. He was not. He came back. He, he grew not. back a finger. Yeah. He's uncomfortable, guys. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. He, and he's more crazy. He chopped off his finger. Ugh, that was icky. Dude. That was the most baller thing I've ever seen. That was crazy. That guy is scared of uh, the hand. He, like, has, he has zero empathy in his entire body. When Ward comes off the elevator and his dad is just hitting that guy repeatedly in the face with a hammer. Yeah. And there is He's no expression like, on hey, his Ward, face. Can you, uh, can you help me out with this? I, I, I need your help. I need you to, to do this thing for me. Can't you be here for me in my hour of goddamn need? And then he's like, I knew you would come. You always come. If I were Ward, I'd spit on my heel and leave. Fuck you. I was so proud of him for trying to get out, though he really should have moved that money or something. But I was so proud of him for trying to get out, and he had committed to getting out, and he was in a car with a packed bag. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, whoa. But and no. you knew he was in because he had changed his clothes. He was wearing a polo shirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was Dressed down Ward. Yeah. Dressed Ward. I was into it. Weirdly enough, Ward is my favorite character He's on this show. Delightful. Like, I used to think he was just a psychopath, but no, he he is an abuser or an abused child still being abused who doesn't handle normal social situations well yeah well and at this point he's a straight-up junkie yeah oh yeah he's uh, he's got a couple problems <sighs> he's he's in complete denial he did the complete junkie move of breaking his hand in a door to try to score more smack and then mm-hmm. not being chill about it 
Like, mm-hmm. you have to wait and see a doctor. You can't just <laughs> demand them to give it to you. Yeah. Be better at stealing, idiot. Yeah, like, I had to go in and see my doctor not too long ago, and I got, I, I demanded, like, a next day appointment so I could go in because I had been having terrible migraines, and I'm like, look, I really need you to give me something for this. And halfway through our discussion, I went, I hope she doesn't think I'm just trying yeah. to score pain meds. <laughs> but for realsies, I'm in a lot of pain. Look, I've got a migraine, <laughs> and I really need big oxycodone pills. Just like you have like the like biggest of the 50 pills. of them just like give it to me in a big bag so i can snort it yeah <laughs> if it could come pre-ground I just come home and the living room is covered in white powder and she's just on the ground making like snow angels and laughing yes like, that right, sounds so nice we have to move percocet cool <laughs> it's percocet wings percocet. Ooh, we got a karen page shout out yeah we did cool. and a jessica jones shout out yeah because well, I had wondered in the we had an earlier episode where they had a press conference and then we had a uh, meeting between Ward and a reporter. And I wondered why they didn't use Karen, at least in one of the crowd shots, mm-hmm. to stand up and ask a question or something. Because the reporter that Ward talked to was from the Daily Bulletin. And she was a lady. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't yeah. it be Karen? Probably they're cheap. I don't know. Yeah. They're like, oh, if she appears in this, we have to pay her more. Blah. Boo. No. Um, what else? We meet Colleen Wing's sensei. Bakudo, like who magic or something? definitely doesn't seem villainous. I mean, he's got a mustache. He seems pretty villainous. Really? Oh, yeah. He, the first time he showed up, he seemed hella creepy. Oh, uh, no. I mostly just got like an X vibe from him. Like there were still some sexy looks between him and Colleen. Or like uh, they'd never actually done it yet. Mm, and, he's like, got a thing. They were on a list. They're, they were on each other's lists. Uh, that's, the, that's the other horrible thing that happened. I didn't want to talk about it because I'm so disappointed. Colleen took Danny on his first trip to Bone Town. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it wasn't his first trip. He worked in bars throughout Asia and Europe. That boy got pulled. It drains his chi. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm mad about that. That bullshit that every time he uses the Iron Fist, it drains his chi. That's not real. That's not how it is in the comics. Yeah, that was disappointing because basically I just want him to be punching that thing around all the time. Oh, I did like it when he... Uh, jumped down the elevator shaft and just like powered up his hand to ride the rail down. That was pretty cool. But like, be more, be a little stealthy about it. He's, he landed on the roof well, pretty no, loud. You have to remember though, he's, he's a an dumb idiot. Dumb. He's dumb. He hella dumb. No, because obviously my, I haven't read a lot of Iron Fist. I've read the, I read Matt Fraction's run mm-hmm. on Iron Fist, which I was loved. amazing. But I didn't remember in any of that him having any problems getting the Iron Fist up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's just got that little Iron Fist refractory period, okay? Look, you're either the Iron Fist or you're not. It doesn't come and go. Come on, man. Oh, no, I I don't disagree. I, I assume they did that to power him down a little bit. Yeah, but, but then he's not. Yeah, they don't yeah. power down Captain America or Thor. Like, I mean, they're they just who they are. Bullets who can pop through Luke Cage's. We don't talk let's, about let's that. Not, let's not go there again. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would believe that Danny maybe would have problems maintaining the iron fist after a really long fight or if he got shot or like got the shit kicked out of him it's more like he would just be physically exhausted yeah but not because of the iron fist i hear the problem like if you have the iron fist for more than four hours you have to call a doctor so see (laughs) the iron fist is his dick in this metaphor wait what the hammer is my is my penis um my favorite part of these three episodes was the drunken fighting master oh man what if they had cast that guy as danny i we're sitting there watching going this guy would have been such a better danny he's great he was charismatic he He was funny fight he He had gravitas he was so fucking hot yeah yeah i liked him i also really liked um 
Colleen Wing in that sword fighting thing. Oh, where she was great. Very different. You know, and it, it goes to the, like, I think we were talking about last week, different fighting styles that mm-hmm. Danny Rand doesn't really have one. But you could definitely see Colleen was a very, like, wushu uh, sword fighting versus that other dude was very, like, Japanese kendo. And, like, it was fun to yeah, watch Yeah, I definitely those two. picked that up. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 100% take your word for it. <laughs> but I, I like that they were distinctive. I don't know the difference. But I'm glad that they went to the trouble of making them look distinctive uh-huh. in the show for people who know that. Because I, I would feel that that would be annoying if you are someone who has the knowledge about these different kind of fighting styles and then see someone go, oh, yeah, I definitely know this one specific kind of fighting style. And then they fuck it all up. Yeah, and they're like, and noodle flarb. And what now? What? Shut up. I don't want to talk about noodle it. Noodle I... I don't know. Episode where I was title. Going with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! No, yeah, I had good episode titles, uh, but then I forgot them. But then I just remembered them. A third helping of the fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, um, I continue to be disappointed by Danny and his uh, weird ass decision making skills. Oh, we're just gonna fly to China. I don't have a plan. I don't have a plan. I don't. I also like the don't two, question the me two about women a plan. Are like, what the fuck? You need a plan, and then and he like snaps at them, and I. He, he's I'm got so mad chill, dude. I'm so mad at Colleen just like apologizing for him and covering for him because they're like in love now or whatever. Wow. Fuck you, show. Well, also they they talk about how they have to be stealthy and they have to go there and they have to surprise Madame Gao as if she's ever been surprised in her I entire know. life. And yet they take his fucking private jet. No, it's, well, it's that, subtle. She alerts them by honking her car <laughs> horn. When that cell phone fell down the thing, I went, okay, number one, that does happen. But number two, no one would leave their phone in the car. Your phone is on your person at all times. So anytime I watch a show and someone doesn't have their phone within five feet of them, I don't believe that's real. Like, my phone is in the bathroom with me while I'm in the shower. There there are people like that. I don't understand it, but definitely Malia. Like, she's real bad about it. But you always have your computer so we can get to you through Slack. Mm-hmm. I tend so to like, I tend to forget my phone, but I always have my laptop near me. I don't understand that at all. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> my phone is with me at all times. It, if I can't physically grab it without moving my body, then it's in the I'm wrong uncomfortable. place. It's, yeah, yeah, I it's, it's like all it. bad. It is always within arm's reach of me. Yeah, I would say I, I don't understand how if you are in China, like because for me, I think it's when I'm in my house. I don't necessarily feel the need to oh, have my phone. Sure. If I'm if I'm in a <laughs> if place, if you're staking out a villain's hideout, yeah, that phone is like tucked in your fucking bra, man. Yeah. that phone is with you. Yeah, that that may be a uh, new knowledge for for Kenneth, who doesn't, I, who I do not believe wears a bra. But I mean, I my girlfriend wears a bra. She shoves everything <laughs> in there. It's because it's extra pockets. No, yeah. no, I know. It's because you don't get real pockets. We don't get true. real pockets. It's so bullshit. when I wear a skirt to work and I have to take my phone to the bathroom, where does it go? In, in my, my bra. bra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would never leave my phone in a car if I was in fucking China. When I get up in the morning, just like on the weekends, I'm just going to get up and pee and go back to bed. I take my phone with me. Well, yeah, because what are you going to do while you're peeing? I'm going to be on Look your phone. Look at the internet. Duh. So anyway, I had a real problem with that. They're all of our age, kind of, and like I just don't. It's such a, it's such a '90s like gimmick of them not being able to get in touch with each other. Mm-hmm. And I would much rather shows do the thing where they embrace cell phone technology mm-hmm. and just make it part of the story. Well, yeah, because it's it's pretty easy. Um, I think it was in the the most recent Fast and Furious, and they they're like in their cars going down the street and they're like oh no comms are down and that's all you need to tell me yeah and then i will believe that you can't communicate yeah. with each other yeah 
Anyway, the show is really stupid. <laughs> but, but I love Ward. Episode 9, Papa Meacham's back. Oh and he's God. vomiting mud out in front of a hot dog stand. Yeah, that was weird. That oh, was and he killed poor Kyle. Uh, uh, yo, no, fuck Kyle, dude. What? If you're a psycho-ass boss <laughs> who's had like an extra helping of psycho... <laughs> Brings you a bunch of ice cream. You just you shut the fuck up and don't cream. ask for vanilla, no, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle Jesus. has no like um, what is it called? Uh, Self preservation skills. Yeah. Well, I, and I feel it's like, like a fainting goat. <laughs> That's his problem. Papa Meekum was just waiting for a reason to kill Kyle. Oh yeah, he's been waiting this whole time to kill Kyle. If it, if he had just picked up the closest one and started eating it, it would have been Kyle. How dare you not eat those sprinkles? Oh yeah, no, I was talking to Jackie about this, and I was like, okay, all Kyle had to do was get. The second closest ice cream. Whatever it was, you say you want that one. Then it's decisive. You're not just saying, oh, just give me the closest so I don't have to choose whatever. And you're not asking for well, vanilla. Somehow, Jesus, Kyle seems to be unaware that he is working for a supervillain. I know. <laughs> Which makes me wonder, like, I maybe Kyle isn't destined to be in this world for long. <laughs> because he yeah. straight up works in a supervillain lair. Yeah, that's he, a lair. He works supervillain hours. Mm-hmm. He picked that dude up on a street after he disappeared for three days and there was blood on the floor. And, and his entire personality is different. Kyle is a dum dum. There's there's no way that he doesn't smell like swamp and rotting fish. Yeah, like Kyle, you're a dum dum. He, I mean, this is just chlorine in the gene pool, people. This is not good. Speaking of dumb, Danny Rand. Oh my god, he's so stupid all the time. I, I do love Madame Gao though. She's great. <laughs> She's just like, well, you think your stupid thing would work on me? I spent most of the 17th century being tortured. I love that line because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, oh. oh. Because mm-hmm. huh. that's the 1600s. That's a very long time ago. Yes. Oh man. Um. She brought him a plant. She he that plant is bugged. If he's got any idea, of course he doesn't because he's dumb. You should immediately throw that plant away. Burn that plant and scatter it in five different bodies of running water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's either poisoned or it's bugged or it's both or it's fucking both. He's so stupid. <laughs> I hate him so it's, much. I think my my problem is that. I don't know if it's directing or if it's the writing or if this actor is just not suited for an action hero role. But every time they try to give him a hero moment, it just makes me laugh. It does not land. Yeah, it is. That, that does, scene where he's he talking with. He doesn't have with, any gravitas. You said yeah, this. When, when he's talking with the, the Hatchet brothers in their like Chinese food restaurant and he steps into the lighting and he's got serious face on and he's, you know, delivering these really heavy lines like if this was a Luke Cage moment or if this was a daredevil Mm -hmm. moment you know Jessica Jones moment you know you take any hero and you put them in that moment if this was a Captain America moment you know I mean Spider-Man could do it yeah and he's 17 (laughs) but the way that this actor says the lines I just started giggling yeah because it, it it feels like a kid wearing his dad's suit to work can I tell you how glad I am like probably my favorite part of Iron Fist is it's made you to appreciate Daredevil more. God damn it. And I'm just like, okay, it hey, did it, one thing well. You know what? I, I may not have a lot of patience for Matt Murdock, but I'll tell you what. That actor knows how to fight. That show maintained at least some semblance of credibility. <laughs> and 
I don't know. I don't know. At well, least- also, Charlie Cox is a good actor. He's he a is. tiny human man. But I he can pull it. off the tortured man pain Catholicism side yeah. <laughs> of Matt while also being extremely intimidating in the dark. Like, mm-hmm. he can do it. I believe him when he delivers his dumb ass tortured lines as Matt Murdock. I don't want to giggle or laugh no at him. No one in the world has ever gone through suffering okay. before him. Okay. Oh, my God. Based in Matt Murdock's I'm just He's so Catholic. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's something about this dude that they hired, Finn Jones, where he is more suited to romantic comedies or being the best friend in a drama. Like, he, he is not a guy who carries a film. He mm-hmm. does not carry a television show about world ending events this is not someone i can believe can save anything yeah there's still a hole in the ground that the hand has we still don't don't understand thank you daredevil yeah so so while i may want to strangle daredevil a lot he may frustrate me he's believable i believe that he is a hero you know i believe that he's out there fighting a good fight when he throws a punch i buy it Mm -hmm. this came same same with luke cage and jessica and my Punisher, like all four of those actors. And you know what? We don't know if it's Finn Jones fault that he only got three weeks of training. And we don't know if it's that or the fact that he just isn't a good physical actor. But those four people put in the time and made it look believable. And yeah. I just I cannot with this kid. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so, something is lacking, you know, whether whether it's it's poor directing, poor writing, poor fight choreography I don't want to put everything on the head of this actor. No, but my problem is the writing actually isn't that bad. I don't really have a problem with the writing. I have a problem with his delivery of his lines. And the fighting isn't great, but that's mm-hmm. probably because he only got three weeks of training mm-hmm. and they're just trying to make it look passable. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I say that and then there are other fights in the show, in the which same episodes. Like the sword that, fight. Yeah, that don't involve him, which look or great. Or even yeah. the fight that does involve him with the drunken fighting master. That was a great fight, but that's because the other guy was really Yeah, good. he was carrying mm-hmm. it. Like there were a lot fewer quick jumps and edits in that fight because it was all about... Um, I don't remember his name, but drunk bro. the drunk oh, bro. It's just so frustrating. And you know what? It's not, it's not Finn Jones fault. This is a casting mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever cast this show made oh, the wrong call. It's one of the few times in Marvel where they've stumbled in a casting way. And it's just tough because it's 13 episodes, not a two hour film. Yeah. And it sucks. And cause for all we know, um, Finn Jones took this role thinking, oh, they're going to teach me how to fight. Yeah, I'm going to get the proper time. But instead, oh, crud, we need to start filming the Defenders. Mm-hmm. So we have to get this out now. And, yeah, so, and so then. Suck it up, bro. Yeah, you know, so they shouldn't have done a second fucking season of Daredevil. I mean, it could have waited. Anyway. I, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm still a little annoyed that, uh, that Daredevil got round two before everybody else got their round one. I mean, I don't know, because I guess they had, felt like they had to set up the hand, but we could have set up the hand with Iron Fist before mm-hmm. we rolled into Defenders. Well, and also, if we set up the hand with Iron Fist, their threat would make a lot more sense. But every time Danny acts surprised that they're in New York, I'm just like, we know this already. Mm-hmm. We spent 13 episodes with Daredevil dealing with the hand. Like, yeah. why are we, the audience, supposed to think this is a surprise? We fucking watch the other shows. Well, and then I, I find it unbelievable that... Claire wouldn't be calling Daredevil. How has I, it, she not yeah, called in just Daredevil? So just been like, hey, Finn, I fought them before. I know this guy. Let me give him a call. Yeah, because I, I feel like Matt would be very happy to come, you know, come and help you know, out. Oh, yeah. No joke. I would watch an episode where Matt just shows up, 
gives him a little bit of hand-to-hand training, walks him through what the city is like now. You know, two episodes of a crossover where Matt is kind of his mentor on how to be a hero in New York in 2017. Or he'll have Stick show up even. Even Stick, who I fucking Mm -hmm. hate, I would prefer. Yeah, but there's no reason we can't have crossovers. Like, I I have spent most of today catching up on comics. And one of the the most fun things of having heroes that exist in the same universe is that you can have your, your character who's running the title, and then somebody else comes in, they do two issues together, they have a little punchy punch team up, and then they go their separate ways. Yeah. And it's it's always so much fun. Yeah, and it just it helps develop that shared universe feel, mm-hmm. which right now, like all of these, you get the the wink and nods of the name drops, but that's mm-hmm. just not the same as someone actually showing up. Yeah. Well, and my other problem is we know they're all in the same universe because of all the winks and nods. Not it even, makes literally no sense. Not for even yeah. just not the same universe. They're, they're like in the same city. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all nine blocks from yeah, each like other. Yeah, like Matt could just catch an Uber over to you, bro. It'd be like twelve bucks. Uber, he could walk there. Like <laughs> nah, Matt's real lazy. I'm just saying, like, he's gonna jump from the Harlem, rooftop to the yeah. Harlem is in the mid to high hundreds. Um, Hell's Kitchen is on the west side in like the 40s and 50s and 60s, and I don't fucking know where Iron Fist happens, but it's in like it's like north of the financial district. Yeah, they're all on the same fucking island. Yeah, and Jessica Jones is in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, like, god so, damn it. Yeah, I mean, you you've established that Luke Cage is out of town doing whatever. Um, and I understand this isn't exactly Jessica's area, area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she... But she could be backup. She if, could be lookout. She could do research for them like she did for Joy. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely no... There, if you wanted to bring her in, uh, there's definitely ways in which you could bring her in. But there's 100% no reason why you wouldn't call Matt. Yeah. Like, I just can't believe that Claire wouldn't say, especially, we have to call Matt. Especially since we're supposed to be setting Matt up as kind of the leader of the defenders. He's the mm-hmm. first one. He's going to bring them together. This would be a perfect chance to kind of set that up pre the show. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely f- agreed. I see him as being, yeah, being the he's one the who, dad. yeah, who's the organizer, who's like, we have to come together and do this thing because they're all pretty lone wolfy. Um, but Luke and, and Jessica are not going to lead this flock. They are not no. going to do that. They're neither of them are interested in that. No, they don't. And want Danny that. Rand couldn't lead a preschool kindergarten class. <laughs> he couldn't lead a flock of ducks. Anyway, once again, we are annoyed. The show is dumb. Colleen and Claire are the best parts. I love Ward. I love Joy Ward. is doing the best she fucking can with I love the that. information she is given. <laughs> Danny's like, oh, are you saying it's all my fault? And Joy's like, yes! Yes! Mostly. Dumbass! <laughs> Ugh, he's the worst. I love the dad. Um, I like that his Iron Fist can heal. That was pretty cool. I like that... That uh, was pretty cool. With, also, uh, I'm mad Bakudo. at those fucking... I'm mad at his, like, monk parent people for not teaching him how did everything. yeah how did you not how do, do you that? become iron fist but you don't know how it fucking works <coughs> okay so make a fist but now open it his face when he opened <laughs> it like, like he'd never seen ooh. his open hand before i was like this which is hella dumb because he had so it open to grab the stupid. elevator cable yeah so but i like i like that bakudo was basically like no dude do this thing it'll be totally fine surprised by the way you pulled the poison into you well you're unconscious time to kidnap you it's gonna be great <laughs> whatever uh Yep. And that's Iron Fist. I think that's and it. that's Iron Fist. And so thank you for listening to this. Uh, all of our shows are back next week. Thank Christ. Yay. DC, no we missed Iron you. Fist. So we're going to be taking a short hiatus from this and Not should be back enough. the second week of May uh, where we'll be doing two episodes of Iron Fist. And then third week of May, we'll do the last two. So <laughs> hang in there, folks. We believe in you. We're so close, guys. 
So thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Same BAM time, same POW channel. BAM! BAM!